This is the Grow My Clinic podcast by Clinic Mastery, where we help you deliver amazing client experiences to grow your clinic. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Grow My Clinic podcast. My name is Jack O'Brien. Thank you for sharing your time and your earbuds with me today. Uh, Today, we've got a guest with us. We have Julian Connett from Newcastle Creative Co. Uh, We're going to dig into a little bit of Julian's story. Make sure you stick around to the end because today, we're going to be talking about website, web design, graphic design, and how you can best leverage a website to drive outcomes for your clinic and for your business. So, Julian, welcome to the podcast. How are you today, mate? Awesome, man. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah, great. This is going to be a whole lot of fun. So, uh, Julian is one of the team at the Newcastle Creative Co. He looks after uh, our Clinic Mastery websites and a bunch of others. I've known Julian for a long time and have long been envious of his work. So, it's fantastic to be be working together. But uh, before we get into the nuts and bolts, Jules, tell us a little bit about your story. How were you corrupted? How did you end up uh, in graphic design and web design? Yeah, for sure. Well, taking it way back, um, I probably knew that I wanted to be a designer since like I was 13 and um, got into uni early, graduated early, got straight into advertising when I was 19 um, and then I was doing print design for uh, Progressive Enterprises, which is like Woolies and Food Town and back in New Zealand. Sure. And I did that for uh, six years before I moved over to Australia. And continued on uh, doing print design for probably two or three more years. And then actually uh, the company I was working for did a whole bunch of redundancies. I was a part of that. And um, I went home, sat in front of YouTube for a couple of weeks and learned WordPress because I wanted to get into web design. Yeah. And uh, it's been, what, seven years since that. So. Yeah, wow. 15 years of design all up. Yeah, I love it. And uh, yeah. I love that transition from graphic design, which is a real passion and it's it's that artistic creative outlet that's led you now to a real kind of functional business element. Uh, I know you've you've ran a whole bunch of different um, small businesses yeah. and uh, solo businesses yourself. Actually, give us a bit of a glimpse. What are some of the businesses that you've uh, ran yourself? Oh, man. Uh well, typical <laughs> typical graphic designer had to do the um, the T-shirt and uh, clothing business. I think that we all dabble in that <laughs> at some point. Um, gone into apps. Uh, what else? Even did an eBay thing for a while. Um, yeah. And now I'm just pretty much focused on now marketing and, and advertising creative uh, company. Fantastic. Okay, so let's get into it. Uh, a whole bunch of our listeners will be clinic owners, um, health professionals in business who have a a physio clinic, podiatry clinic, osteo, naturopathy, exercise physiology, dentistry, whatever that might be. And we all know that it's important to have a website uh, and we all know it's important to have a logo and, you know, a graphic design of some element, but it's not our forte. We're health professionals. So from your point of view, can you run us through some of the questions or some of the thought processes you have around websites? When you're talking to business owners, what are you getting them to think about when it comes to websites? Yeah, for sure. Well, probably first off, um, putting aside all budget and everything like that, I get into um, their their UVP or their ultimate value proposition. Sure. So what is it that's the most valuable thing that they are wanting to offer 
to people that are going to be visiting their website. Okay. And um, that should be super clear and, and really, um, really pinpointed. Mm. And then it's like, uh, then I have to ask the question, why do you even want a website? You know, right, sure. I think before, well, before we even go to the why the website, that UAP or you know, some might call it a unique sales proposition, USP, whatever it is, it's such an yeah. interesting uh, distinction in the health game because at the end of the day, yeah. we all deliver a very similar health service. So what is it that sure. makes Physio Clinic A different to Physio Clinic B? What you're saying is clinic owners need to get really specific on what separates them from their competition, right? Yeah, what are, the, what are you really good at? You know, what's, um, okay. it might just be one aspect of your, of your service that sets you apart from the rest. Um, and let's try and hone in on that. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Fantastic. And so then that next element was why do you even need a website? <laughs> um, yeah. what, are, what are some of the reasons that we actually do need a website for? Yeah. Well, like, uh, you know, we, um, we sometimes get clients who just want a website for the sake of having a website so that they can show their buddies and, and chuck it on their business card. Uh, My website's bigger than your website. Yeah, which is nice. Um, but really, like, it, it, t- today it's, like, almost essential that you do have a website that is um, purposed. It's, uh, it, it's telling your visitors exactly um, what you do, why you do it, where you can be found. Um, it needs to be a great user experience. Like, sure. When a person hits your site, that they are, um, they can navigate it well. They can get there. It's quick. All sorts of different things. Mm, it's totally important. It needs to be that seamless brand experience, really, doesn't it? It needs to. What happens online uh, yeah. needs to reflect what happens in the clinic in person. Hundred um, percent. We've got a couple of really good examples inside the Clinic Mastery Business Academy of websites that do that really well. And so what about if I put myself in the shoes of our listeners, they say, well, what about some of those cut and paste uh, websites that I can just whack together myself or I can get someone on Fiverr or Upwork to build for me for 25 bucks? Is Wix or Weebly or Squarespace, is that that okay? Won't that tick the box? Look, I mean, at the end of the day, it really comes down to probably two things, your budget um, and uh, how much time have you got? So yeah. if you have the time as a business owner to sit behind a computer and design and pull together uh, all the elements that go into a, a, a great functioning website, then I say to people, go do that. Sure. Uh, if you have the time and you're passionate about learning that, then I, I'm not going to hold you back from the, the DIY mm-hmm. uh, website platforms like Wix and um, things like that. So there's, that's probably the pro to doing it. Um, the con, look, they are limited um, sure. in, in their capacity and, 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 and in their scale. So if you're wanting to grow your business, more often than not, we get um, clients who have started that and then they've got to a point on that where they can't take it any further. Sure. And, uh, and then they, they need a solution to that problem. Makes sense, totally. Uh, and, and so I guess you don't want to, you know, Steve, one of Stephen Covey's principles, seven habits of highly effective people is to begin with the end in mind, right? So yeah, sure. there, there's an element of hustling and just chucking something up there. Progress over perfection yeah. is important, but 
I guess what you're saying is clinic owners shouldn't paint themselves into a corner by starting with a DIY website and then they run out of options and they, uh, they make things difficult for themselves in the long run. Better to think ahead of what's the end goal, what is our ultimate value proposition, what functions do we need out of a website and enlist the help of experts like yourself, right? Yeah, I mean, even if you can't afford the whole wish list, um, get onto a platform. For us, we use WordPress, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. It's so scalable. It's, it's, I think, about 33 or 35% of the, the world's websites are WordPress. Yep. Um, community is massive and the resources are huge. So we sort of come into it going, what's your dream? What's your dream list of everything that you would want out of a website? And then depending on budget, we could either deliver the whole lot or we can start here and we can start sure. adding on as you grow, we grow with you. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. And then, so if you love WordPress, what are the key elements of WordPress that you do love or what are some of the key elements in a WordPress site that all websites should have? It's definitely like for me, the navigation aspect of it, it's, a, it's really easy to use from like a content perspective. So adding in your blogs and your videos and your, your photos and all your imagery and things like that is, um, is a breeze for the, uh, for the client once we hand that back to them. Sure. And then there's a whole bunch of plugins, marketplace to do anything and everything you want, right? Yeah, well, that's a whole other, the whole other um, ball game, you know, with the plugins and things. It's like uh, any software. Um, there's constant updates and things like that that come along with them. Mm-hmm. of course, but that all sort of ties into your security and you know, making sure that your website is running smoothly all the time, which sure. you've had some experience with. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Absolutely. We've, uh, yeah, like any business, Clinic Mastery has a, has a website and we play around with it and break things occasionally or try and do mm-hmm. things the, the shortcut way, but we've, we've learnt, <laughs> learnt our lesson and make sure we've got professionals backing us now. Let's change gears a little bit, Jules. Let's talk about design, uh, okay. graphics, logos, branding, all that sort of thing. What mistakes yeah. do you see people make when it comes to design? <laughs> Sure. Okay. Uh, like, um, from my perspective, design probably does come secondary now. So website functionality, site speed and all of that optimization stuff comes first. And then, and then we pretty it up. Then we make it right. you know, look really good. And so some of the mistakes that I probably see would be brand inconsistency. So, uh, different fonts, different, even different logo types across different mediums. So sometimes their logo from their offline stuff looks really different to their online stuff. Okay. Colors are different. Yeah, that would be the probably the no-no if you're gonna if you are gonna build your site yourself. I'd say stick to like one maximum two fonts and try to keep them as close to your own branding as possible. And your colors as well. Okay. Mm. And so, if clinic owners are thinking about uh, getting a graphic designer to help them with this stuff, uh, maybe they're beyond the, the, again, the DIY stuff like Canva, or maybe they've dabbled with Fiverr and most likely okay. had a bad experience. Um, if they're looking yep. at um, using a graphic designer, what are some of the key things that they should be thinking about? What are the conversations they should be having with their designers? Yeah, well, there's probably a couple of different 
types of designers in the industry at the moment. So you could get like a web developer who will hone in well and truly onto like your site speed and um, making sure that your website's not too code heavy because that will slow things down. And then you've got the web designer on the other end of the spectrum that's just concerned about making it look really pretty. Right. And they don't think about image sizes or optimization or anything like that. So really, if you're going to find a designer, get that sweet spot in between. Somebody who is aware of, um, you know, they want that website under three or four seconds load time, but they also want it to um, represent their brand well and look fantastic at the same time. Okay. Across all different devices. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it makes a massive difference um, across devices and even across platforms, right? It's got to be consistent through oh. to Facebook and print and advertising. Yeah, 100%. Okay. And uh, let's talk a little bit about ongoing. So oftentimes we think of a website is it's a one-off purchase <laughs> or graphic sure. design is a one-off purchase. Again, what are some of the pitfalls that you see business owners fall into around the yeah. mindset of one-off purchases or um, budget because often we've got no concept of what the process is or the yeah. budget is for working with experts can you run us through a little bit of not just how you do it but how does the industry work in terms of best practices around budget and time frames yeah well this is um, again there's probably a couple of different um, practices some people they like to do the set and forget you know um, website's done hand it back to the business owner and okay you guys look after it and we've wiped our hands of it. And in my experience, I've probably come across this half a dozen times now where the business owner is busy building their sure. business. They don't really have a lot of time to be updating plugins and software and things like that. And really, they shouldn't. I mean, they should be focusing on their clients and their services. Sure. So the maintenance, if you will, uh, of the site lacks and then things get outdated and then things break. And then sites go down and Mm -hmm. you get a very frustrated client calling you and you need to fix the, um, the uh, problem. But now, I mean, for me, I have these care plans, uh, and it's basically if I've built the site or whether I've, whether I haven't, um, I get access to that. I make sure that all the plugins are up to date. Everything's running smoothly. Um, and it's like a maintenance sort of a plan. So maybe the mindset more around that is uh, like a car. Um, sure. You know, you purchase the car, you outlay your investment for it, um, and you've paid for that. But you've got to fill it up with gas. You've got to get it serviced, the oil, the filters, all of that stuff. Sure. It's the same thing with a, with a website. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting you say that. That was the analogy running through my, my head. You don't buy a car and expect no ongoing cost. You budget for ongoing for costs sure. that often add up to be the same or more than the original car itself. And, and yeah. likewise with a website, that, that initial uh, build, that initial design uh, it is yeah. only half the picture, right? Exactly. And I guess like the business owner needs to ask themselves, if my website went down, how much is that going to cost me? Right. So Such a good question. To keep that up, up and running and, and, um, firing on all cylinders, so to speak. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It's so important. And I think, you know, if the average clinic would often generate um, a couple of bookings a day from online yeah. bookings, let alone yeah. being found online with, you know, SEO and Google search and AdWords. And, mm-hmm. and so if your website isn't there, you're missing out on new clients uh, left, right and center, a couple of new clients a day, which is often a new client might be worth $1,000, $2,000 to a clinic yeah. owner. That's what your website's worth a day to you when you think of it that way. Wow, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's, a, that's exactly it. Okay. And, and obviously, uh, care plans are well and truly worth the investment. I would recommend that 100 times over. Um, can you run us through maybe some of the, the different types of website build and, and some price brackets um, for a really simple, basic thing through to top end, all the bells and whistles, Mercedes Benz of the websites? What, are, what do people need to be thinking about? Okay, so for me, I start at around about a grand, and that would be for a simple one pager. Got all your information on there, works, it's what people need to just find out what you do. So it's like a brochure that you exist online. Pretty much, yeah. And then it sort of jumps up to a multi page site with a blog, um, and you've got your sort of SEO elements and things like that in there. That jumps up to around about the four grand mark. Yep. Um, I, from my professional design perspective, I can put anywhere um, from probably 15 to 60 hours worth of my time into uh, a site like that. Yeah, wow. And then it jumps up to like e-commerce and online booking systems and um, it gets far more complicated at that point. Mm -hmm. And they range anywhere. Like we've got clients that have gone from uh, the one to the four to the 10 or probably around the eight mark. And then a couple of uh, clients that are up around the 25. Yep. Really and I guess that's dependent on, yeah, dependent on what they need in there, right? Yeah, for sure. So we have a, um, we have a fruit shop, online fruit shop, and um, they have pretty high turnover per year. So we need to, we need to spend a lot of time monitoring their site and um, making sure that that's running smoothly and we charge accordingly for that. Yep. And like you said, yeah, absolutely. And it's not just a time thing, right? It's a value. Um, If your website's going to be generating clients day in, day out, week on week, month on month, then it's worth it. You know, yeah, that's right. I think the take home message there is that clinic owners need to be thinking three to four to 10 grand is the window that they need to be considering investing in something that will return um, yeah, 10 times over. No question at all. Yeah. Um, Jules, thank you so much for your time today. Is there anything else you'd add around the graphic design and the intersection of functionality when it comes to websites? What do you wish you could tell some of your clients or some of the business, some of the business owners you speak to around web design? Yeah, sure. Okay. One of the, probably the bigger things is coming back to that whole uh, user experience, sure. not clogging it up too much. Do kind of try to keep it simple and clear and accessible for people to find you and navigate your site to get around there. Mm, it's such a key Amazing. element. We, yeah, totally agree. We did a training recently inside the Clinic Mastery Business Academy around um, effective web design and what it means to create a journey. Like what is the overall outcome of your website? Yeah. What is your one key purpose of your website? And what is the logical next step that you want a right. user to take on any given page, right? It might not be to book now on every single page. It might be to navigate from the no. services page through to about us 
through to contact yeah. us. So considering yeah. that user journey and that user experience is, is absolutely critical. And Jules, I think you, you nailed it on the head. You're, you're the expert in, uh, in our eyes, mate. So if people want to learn more about you or what it is that your company does, how can they learn more? Where should they go? For sure. Well, we, um, we have our website, obviously, newcastlecreativeco.com.au. If you go to forward slash collaborate, um, you can find all of our information on there about our, um, our systems and processes and there's a little form on there that you can fill out if you're interested. Fantastic. And I'm sure we can follow you on the socials as well. What's, your, uh, yep. what's Newy Creative Co.'s preferred platform, mate? Yeah, either Facebook or, or Insty. They, uh, they're probably our go-to. So we're on there, Newcastle Creative Co. Fantastic. Man, that's been really helpful. And I'm sure that clinic owners uh, will have some lasting thoughts around how they can do design better, how they can do website functionality better. We really appreciate your time, mate. And listeners, uh, if you want any show notes from today's episode, you can head to clinicmastery.com forward slash podcast. That's a forward slash podcast for all of the show notes, all the links to Jules and to Newcastle Creative Co. It will all be there. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate your honest reviews and ratings at five stars, if you will, on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever else you listen. It means the world to us. We read every single one and it helps us get found for other clinic owners looking to transform their client experiences and grow their clinics. Julian, thank you for joining us. Listeners, we'll bring another episode to you again really soon. This is the Grow My Clinic podcast by Clinic Mastery, where we help you deliver amazing client experiences to grow your clinic.